0: What up, guys? Welcome back to Real Fans Podcast. We out here with another episode, episode thirteen, with y'all live today. Got a lot to talk about: guards of NFL, hockey, UFC, all that good stuff. Like we mentioned last week, we out here. What up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? Gentlemen? Not much. got to loosen up. Oh boy, got the Stella on that. Haven't had oh, one of these God. in a while. Oh. Little bottle of protein over here. What you drinking over there? Hey, you got the red team, eh? Oh, white. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, y'all drinking? Drinking? We're all going. Yeah, man. You gotta get, gotta get ready. Gotta get ready. You got I don't got my corona on me today. Had a funky Buddha earlier though. I think it was good. The seltzer, or, to... or the actual beer? I love that place. Uh, I think it was the seltzer. It was the seltzer. It was straight though. I haven't, though. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. had their
1: seltzer. And by the way, that's a local. Yeah. I haven't had their seltzer, but I love their beer. Ah, uh,
0: they out here or
1: Lodi? Lodi, yeah,
2: they do like US one.
0: Oakland, yeah, yeah, Oakland i it's,
2: pre- it's pretty good, man. It's big, so we can go there one. We I, I don't know; if they sh- I don't have fights or anything. Well, sometimes they have TVs; they show sports, but they, I don't think they play fights. We should go there one day.
1: No, yeah, they don't have TVs. It's just <laughs> games, and then they have one massive, like, super long bar. But yeah. Anyways, um, what's talk about the big ace etas in the chat right now you're <laughs> oh, oh, oh. what they do what they do <laughs> um first step first first things first dak prescott gets a massive payday four years 160 million dollars does this oh. mean the cowboys are going to the super bowl gabe
0: oh, say that one more time say that four one more time. years
1: 160 dollars million dollars 160 million <laughs> dollars <$160 million. laughs> 40 million guaranteed this year. Are the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl game?
2: Hell no, they're not
3: going to the Super Bowl. No. Not that heard- trashy ass <laughs> conference.
0: <laughs> no. And yeah, this that is, is true. Bro, all right. There's there's a lot to talk about with this man getting paid, which I have nothing against it. He earned it, I guess. I mean, make your money to the owners, whoever who paid him. That's on you guys with uh, whatever, whatever production you get out of him coming off a season. Uh, people felt like it was well earned, right? They earned his way. You know, he he made his money. Um, you know, he fought for that contract. But uh, I mean, numbers don't lie, games don't lie, wins don't lie. W- what do you guys think, bro? Like, did he 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 finesse? He finesse hard, right? I don't know, because that motherfucker's I mean, about to—they're
1: about to roll his ass out in his peg leg next year. So I—I hope the forty million dollars is worth it. That must be one good ass fucking mechanical leg he's about to have. Well,
2: well, I mean, I think it's that he to has. you know who who's available out there. they like, who are, who are the premier top quarterback? No, they guys?
1: had to do it.
2: I. Yeah. I mean, it you got to secure, and and that conference just just because it's such a it's a weaker conference, and nobody expected much out of
0: for yeah. sure it's one of the worst be, in, the in the conference
2: yeah, yeah and you asked me about the cowboys everybody's talking about or people are i've heard people say the redskins are gonna be uh or the football team excuse me i'm sorry
1: I'm wow game come on dude. So, wow so we a month right? past that wow. you I big it? i didn't
2: god listen, listen i'm gonna go to cultural <laughs> sensitivity training uh tomorrow um, call hr man <laughs> um uh but uh as far i mean the cowboys had to do it right they had to secure a quarterback um i don't think there's much on the market i mean it's going to be tough especially him coming off injury like that that i mean i'm not going to i'm not going to hate man the man got paid and uh, yeah. he he has put in the work we'll see how he bounces back as far as his physical ability
0: um i mean yeah like i said i'm not here to hate as well right i guess he's earned his way but uh again like the win percentage the the playoff runs he's had um i don't think Money's gonna help his productivity. I don't think because he got paid now that he's just gonna come back and be a super bowl contender. That's no, that team's trash, you know. Yeah, the team overall, the team we've seen him this last season, right? It's not just with the quarterback, it's it's everywhere offense, defense. Their defense is god awful.
1: Their secondary is like one of the worst in the league. They have what I gotta say, nobody back there.
0: He's coming off an injury, he's getting all this money. I hope they have enough money. To help him out with an O-line so that, God forbid, he doesn't get re-injured again. Just You need some protection out there. Otherwise, what's the point of paying your quarterback if you're going to have him, you know, at risk every snap of the the game? Like, it really doesn't make sense to me. So, I hope they follow up and they have enough money to get him some help, bro. Help the man. Protect him, at least. Protect your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, a lot of...
1: I was going to say a lot of people think that Jerry Jones, because everybody thinks he's like kind of the lead, like owner out of everybody, because obviously he's the biggest name. He's like been Most around mentioned. for a long time. Yeah. And a lot of people, he's heavily involved in like the TV deals and especially this big TV deal that's supposed to come up. Um, so a lot of people think he might have this insider info. So it's like, all right, let's he kind of has an idea, of like what to expect and what to pay him. I didn't think it was a terrible idea to pay him. I, I like the length. I like four years. I think that's solid. I don't think it locks the Cowboys in for too long. He's going to get a shit ton of money this year. I believe 40 million. Well, 40 million over four years, but I think this year is guaranteed. I I want to say his first year is the most. I'm not entirely sure, but I want to say that's the case. And like I said, that team has nobody on there. I mean, CD lamb was a pleasant surprise. He actually played. All right. I think he's going to end up being pretty good. Ezekiel. Elliott is grossly overpaid. And he's not living up to the production whatsoever. Yeah, their offensive line boy, is man. their offensive line is really good, is and their but their defense is then just god awful on all levels, all three levels. And Listen,
0: uh if Zeke I, have a turnaround season, you know, and they have their quarterback, they'll take you know a lot of the pressure off him because obviously they didn't have nobody. They heavily relied on him, even though the production wasn't there. Uh he fumbled more than he should have. He didn't really gain much yards. But again, that O line not open up gaps, doing anything for them. You know what I mean? So I could see both sides. I don't know. Uh, Hopefully he has a comeback season. I had him on my fantasy. Not just because I had him on my fantasy, but I was, you know, watching every game more carefully with him now because I had him on my fantasy. So I was kind of like, you know, seeing his production. You know, it was a rough season, obviously, for the Cowboys. Well, I think it's
1: good for both of them, too, because I think – so NFL announced that – so even though with the decrease from 198 – and the salary cap down to 182, um, which is a pretty big jump. I believe seven percent. They said. I don't know the exact numbers, but they're saying that they're projecting by 2024 or 2025 that the salary cap is going to go up to 250 dollars. I keep on saying dollars, millions, and <laughs> 250 million. You're so telling
3: us, you're
0: telling us what you got in your savings yeah 250 dollars. yeah
1: that's it <laughs> 250 million so by the <laughs> time of the end of his four years i think there's another reason why Dak and his agents like well if that can prove himself with these next four years and be pretty good then he can get even a fatter contract by the end of his next one and with the rate that quarterbacks are getting paid it's going to be it, it's going to blow up and We'll see what that... I think there's that team needs a lot more pieces. A lot. Especially on defense because, honestly, I don't even have them favorite coming out of the division and the division's trash. I think Washington might take it again. And if the Yo, Giants but, can but sure up Giants. some stuff, the Giants
0: might be able to take it. I don't see Philly doing anything. Don't sleep on the Giants. They're, they're always the favorite at 8-8, eight and eight, bro. And they find a way okay. <laughs>
1: Washington Washington's the better team, though. The only reason why their record was even that bad was because they didn't have a quarterback. Because... I mean, they had a half decent quarterback with Alex Smith, and they went five and one. With yeah, I was
0: say, don't, don't disrespect
1: Alex Smith like that. Well, he, he he's was cut now. Team,
3: right? No, well, I
1: respect um, Alex Smith. I love Alex Smith. I've always been a huge fan of Alex Smith, and I hope he comes yeah. here now that he's cut, comes reunite with Urban Meyer, the same man that turned him into the number one overall pick coming out of Utah. You got Back Hurts with the Lund.
0: Eagles. Hurts with the Eagles to see what what he can do as a starter now. So you yeah, we'll know see.
3: People are talking team.
1: about him being a. Um, them drafting quarterback, I don't see them drafting quarterback. I think they really want to see like what he has. Like, why draft him second round? Blow up the fucking building with getting rid of the coach, getting rid of Wentz. Like, why do all that just to like draft another quarterback? That makes no sense to me. So Hurts is definitely starting, but gotta give the boy a chance, man. There's no way in hell to. the cow the Cowboys are in this shit division. They still have a hard time making it unless I mean they're gonna
2: compete so I mean they got a one in four chance of making it so I mean at least to the playoffs ETA said
1: that the Cowboys hell no they should not make it to the Super Bowl and your
0: fantasy team was basura (laughs) Jojo it's very very true very true Had ups and downs, man. I had ups and downs. I got a little losing streak, bro. It, that's what killed me. I had a four. You game You gave lose. up in my
1: fantasy team. You just quit because you're bro, getting ice cream So I stopped many times
0: after after week two in that one, I was like, oh and two, like, oh, I already know how this is gonna <laughs> go. <bro." laughs> already, you
1: I had already. some good players, but then the rest of your team was just trash. I yeah. know oh, we're all going to get in our own one fantasy team. You got to do that. Let's make it happen. This past year is split.
3: But anyway, staying on
1: NFL free agency, I mean, there's tons of stuff going on. I mean, all the franchise tags happened, which kind of made me upset. Um, But let's go on with Gabe. This is a topic for you and the Miami Dolphins. What free agent targets would you like to see them pursue? Who would you like to see them cut? What, what, what what, What would you like the Dolphins to do? I can rattle off the top twenty free agents right now, real quick for you, okay. and um, let me know what you think. So,
2: let me, yeah, I was gonna say, having purposes with like, uh, you know, the Dolphins were kind of, you know, defense heavy, top heavy. Uh, we pulled up uh, a lot of the contracts, um, and a lot of them are on defense. So, uh, the, uh, the first two guys is Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, which. Um, they are veteran players and they were paid the most, but they have performed. I I believe they performed to their, to their contracts. Um, uh, Then they got defensive end Lawson, uh, Ogba. They've also played well. So I think our defense, they, they've put a lot of, you know, investment into the defense Um, and uh, the defense like showed out this year. They had a a great year this year. Um, But, um, and I kind of feel like in general, they should kind of look towards offense, getting a a named player or somebody that can add, uh, you know, big, big plays in big spots. Um, so, uh, if you want to run through, you can run through and see, you know, I don't know where are you getting off the, what uh, website are you running uh So
1: this off? is ESPN. It's their top 25. I mean, top 20, uh, free agents. So here we go. Number one, Trent Williams, offensive lineman, left tackle, San Francisco, which is a good one. Hunter Henry, tight end, Yannick Ngakwe, number three at uh, edge, Bud Dupree at edge, Kenny Galladay, wide receiver number 6, Giannu Smith tight end, Trey Henderson edge, uh Aaron Jones, running back Shaquille Barrett, edge Corey Lindsey, center Corey Davis, wide receiver Joe Thunley, guard Alejandro Villanueva offensive tackle, or was he a guard? Yeah, left tackle, he's a left tackle AJ Green at number 14 uh, Matt Miliano at linebacker. Hassan Riddick, play for the Cardinals at edge. Juju Smith-Schuster, number 17, wide receiver. Desmond oh King, the second, cornerback. Curtis Samuel, who's an interesting guy. Carolina, wide receiver. Shaquille Griffin, quarterback. And then I'm just going to name in these 21 and 22 because they're interesting. Will Fuller, 21 wide receiver, Texans, Patrick Peterson, Arizona. But so which one of those names stuck out to you?
2: Um, I think one of the first ones was uh, 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 Galladay, which was the wide receiver from Detroit. Um, it, we'll see, because it, it all kind of leans into, like, the draft to see what kind of player they want to get, right? Because in the draft, you know, we're talking about veteran players who are in the free agent market, uh, guys, you know, who well, or free agencies next so, week.
1: This is going to establish what yeah, you're yeah. going to do in the draft.
2: So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um. um but what I make the point is, is is that, like, in the draft, you can get good players for cheap, right? Because their contract is not going to be that big. So, um, obviously, this is going to affect how where, – whoever they try to sign, as far as veteran players, we'll, that'll kind of give me hints to, like, okay, so who are they going for in the draft? Um, uh, Trent Williams is a big name. Um, I think he's well-respected in the league. That would be awesome if we can get him on our team.
1: Um, yeah, he's know, like... gonna um, yeah, he's been, like – His
2: contract's going to command. Yeah, he's going to
1: want but... money for sure. He's going to want money big time because he actually has never had, like, a big payday. I don't think Washington ever really paid him that much. And then he went over to San Francisco, I believe, on a trade. But, yeah, he's big time. I mean, he's been the best left tackle in the league for years. he's He's 33 now, but I think he's still got it. I mean, he hasn't slowed down at all.
2: Yeah, so, you know, getting, I think getting a line, it would help. Like, getting a, obviously a big lineman with a big name like that would help, but I don't think that's all the priority. I think they should stick to like skill players. So, like, um, Galladay would be a, a good choice in my eyes. I think he's uh, uh, pretty good. That'll help spread um, uh, the offense uh, a little bit more. Um, also, I don't think they're looking for tight ends. You said Henry. I, don't, I mean, I feel pretty good. Henry with this, and
1: Giannu like, Smith.
2: Yeah, yeah I think Gasicki. I'd rather stick with Gasicki. Um, I feel like uh, Henry um, Gasicki. He he was probably the the best wide receiver that we had on the team. Um,
1: I think you guys get a sec. I think you guys could use a second tight end, like in the dra- like a little later in the draft, just to have another weapon there. But like he's not coming in and establishing big money and a starter. Like you just have a nice backup to him, some little bit of depth. Yeah.
2: What I would like to see is, like I said, a skill player. So a wide receiver. Or um, maybe a, a bigger uh, running back, like a third down running back, because um, right now we got. You small want Juju? Fast guys.
1: You want Juju? Well, I'll take Juju.
2: Juju. I don't know if Juju wants to come down to Miami. I, mean, T- I, don't know these uh,
1: I think he too. wants big market, man. He's got that YouTube
0: channel; he's popping off. Yeah,
2: All these man, guys come to vacation talk, in Miami, man. so you might see him. You know, on
0: honestly, Miami. I was gonna bring that up. Like, who? I mean, <laughs> obviously, Miami attractive city, attractive place to be. You know, for these uh free. He agents said he and ain't things.
1: staying in pick He's saying he ain't staying in
0: Pittsburgh. As he flat out said it.
1: It hurts
2: he's to get hit that hard in the cold, man. So
0: bro, <laughs> and I feel like there's always a lot of tension with some uh some of the players with Big Ben because he, he that's still his team and they kind of are like yeah. ah, they're kind of over that. Gonna,
3: and they resigned his corpse from, out
0: there. You, you
3: know time. what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's I really whatever
0: think Ben says goes, you know.
1: Yeah. My thing with Kenny Galladay though is he, he gets hurt a lot, and that's what he he didn't he hasn't played a full season in a while. He's good, he's not super fast, he's a big guy. But he's, going, he's for sure going to want a lot of money. He's going to get paid the most, especially with Allen Robinson getting tagged by the Bears. And uh, who am I missing? There's another person who recently they're at sign or tagged. I don't remember. Either way, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see you guys get like somebody like a Will Fuller or Curtis Samuels, like maybe like a faster guy. Because having you already kind of have Devontae Parker, which is kind of your bigger receiver and I think getting a more of a speed guy who could take the top over the edge because that's what you guys are missing. You guys are missing somebody to take the top off, like really go deep and go far, unless you get somebody in the draft. Um, but I would, I, exactly. I think, I think, I, I think you guys are in well good position to take a big time receiver. Like, but I would for sure probably get a speed guy, and then you guys draft Jamar Chase, like big time,
3: like so. so Chase I think the big the, like a yeah, Curtis the, Samuel. The
2: yeah, should be should be skill, and I think maybe um uh better help on uh linebacker. you know, we lost Van Noy. Um who yeah, you replace – he also played well this year. No so, respect,
1: man. You were like gone with that guy. Like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I don't want him no more. I,
2: was, yeah. I mean, he, he was he was good. Like, respect. I don't know, if, you know the heart
1: of your know. defense, bro. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so those I mean, more skill players, um and and you know, hopefully they'll get um Uh, Just stepping up the defense a little bit, but uh, I think we're pretty solid. As far as, like, our our secondary, I think we're pretty solid. Our linemen are pretty good. Um, uh, Like I said, uh, the uh, O-line might be a secondary or tertiary concern. So they can find, you know, I don't think that's a primary concern. Just get get somebody who can stretch the field, veteran player been around, that they can get open. Because we we got a lot of small guys, a lot of no-name guys who are small, you know, seventh-rounders, fourth-rounders, you know. But um there's not really a big impact player with like a big name, a big splash name. You know, Devontae Parker, to me, I'm kinda over it. Like he's just hasn't performed to the level that we expected when we drafted him. So um he's not, not to say he's a bust, but uh,
1: he's a number two. He's a number yeah, yeah. two. He's not he, a number he, one he, guy.
2: He's not a number one. So
1: I yeah. think yeah, I think you guys get a speed like I feel this way, the same thing with the Jacks. Like Wolf Fuller, I feel like is a good like one year prove it deal. Like, Cause that guy is—he can fly, like he's fast as hell. But he's always hurt, and I think right now he's going to be suspended for the beginning of the season because he was in the last few game because of PEDs. But <laughs> he's still a solid talent if he can just like.
0: Paz, you just said that. Like, Yeah, you know, he got suspended for some PEDs. You know, <laughs> like what shit happens all the time.
2: <laughs> well, even sometimes when they he not get suspended for PEDs. They'll be like, if you have a diuretic, like that makes you piss more water or something, they yeah. you get in trouble just for that, not even necessarily drugs. So you know, I mean, unless they come out in the news with. Was specifically the specific molecule I forgot that what it is. he tested for? Yeah, yeah. He was just for sure suspended, though. Yeah, yeah, and that 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 won't help his stock. That'll actually make him a little bit cheaper. So, like, if you're gonna be suspended for like two, three, four games at the beginning of the year, yeah,
0: you're not getting the most value. If well, you're yeah. not on the
1: field. you can yeah. get a. You, that's what I'm saying. You can get a cheap. You can get a cheap deal with him. I think he's a really slept-on free agent because you can get a cheap deal with him, like kind of a one-year prove-it deal, and then during that you can also. You can have your first round receiver come in and like see what he can do, kind of learn, develop. Like I said, I've always been saying this in the jump Dolphins need to trade back. Do not pick at three, trade back, get more shit. You can still get your receiver, 100%. Especially with the way the quarterbacks are trending, people are going to start trading up. And you guys are in prime position to just trade back within that top 10 and still get the guy you're going to get anyways.
2: Get Devonta. Nah, we need Devonta. Get Devonta. Dude, yo, so. The Va- I want no, there's no you, way, bro. Man. No yeah, way. we'll talk about your Jacksons. You guys are ahead of us in the draft. And kind of where you're thinking about, like as far as these free agents, what what are the holes or spots that you guys need?
1: So uh, biggest need tight end. We literally don't have a tight end. Like the, the room is it's they blew it up. Like we do not have a tight end. So I'm looking at either Hunter Henry and Giannu Smith. You got to get one of those guys. They both had injury problems. When Hunter Henry's on the field, he's dominant. Same thing with Gianu Smith. I always thought Gianu Smith is kind of whatever, but then when I went back and like kind of watched some of those games and looked, I was like, you know, what? he's actually not bad. And I kind of watched some of his highlights. Yeah, he, he's he's fast. He's he's big. He's kind of like AJ Brown out there. So, what do you think that contract's gonna look like? What do you think they'll give him? Well, Hunter Henry's gonna get big money for sure. But
3: yeah, I think it's the second. I contract. don't care.
1: We the jag the Jaguars have the most cap space in the entire league at seventy million. So we can over we can afford to overpay like four
0: people, and like, you guys are getting the best quarterback in the in the draft.
1: I know you
3: it
0: good right now, they and the good. most picks. So I say you got to go after one of those
1: guys. I think we have a really good shot at getting one of them. Like one of them is coming to us. Um, we just tagged our left tackle Cam Robinson, which I was a little upset about because I wasn't a big fan of his performance this past year. He played all right. He played average. I would have really liked to see us get Trent Williams, but now seeing that we tagged our left tackle, it looks like we're kind of sticking with him and Trent Williams is going to go somewhere uh, else. Real
0: quick, well, some for some of our you know regular fans that don't really know what that means, what do you mean by tag, franchise tag? Explain. The franchise I mean, tag is something that a
1: team can do. So when a player is reaching the end of his contract and it's the final year of his contract, a team can decide if... They don't have if they don't want to sign him to a deal just yet, they can put a franchise tag on them. And the franchise tag is what's uh kind of keeps the player locked into you for a year. But that franchise tag is the salary of the top three highest paid in their position plus 20%. So they average out the top salary and then a 20% on top of that. And a team can only franchise a tag a player twice back-to-back back. so but you can also sign them to a deal if you franchise tag them. so sometimes a lot of teams will franchise tag a player so they can't go anywhere else and then it gives them more time to negotiate or sometimes a lot of times the teams just play like Dak Prescott played on a franchise tag his contract ended last year or the year before last so they franchise tagged him kind of like a prove-it deal while they were trying to figure out the negotiations for things yeah. which they ended up doing but anyways so going back I Would have liked to have Trent Williams, but Trent Williams is gone. I thought about, well, first off, I really wanted Allen Robinson. It would have been awesome to see him come back to Jacksonville, especially with him being the top free agent and wide receiver. I would have loved to see that, but he got tagged by the Bears, which you know he's upset about because you know he wanted to leave. So I would like to see a Will Fuller, like what I was mentioning even for the Dolphins, like same thing. I would like to see Will Fuller Fuller on a one-year prove-it deal and then the Jags draft a wide receiver in the first two rounds sometime, whether it be a Kadarius Toney from Florida or like a, a Rondell Moore from Purdue. Like, <clears throat> I would like to see us get some – we need speed. The same issue with the Dolphins. The, the thing is we have good base players with DJ Chart, LaVisca Chenault. They're good one-on-one, like, like, jump ball guys, but we need a guy who can just fly and, like, play the slot and just take it down, like, straight go verticals and just take the top off. So like I guess I'm looking at a Curtis Samuel Curtis Samuel kind of worries me because he doesn't he hasn't really played a whole lot hasn't put a lot of production but Will Fuller doesn't I, I don't mind getting and then drafting somebody and as goes for the defense I was really looking at um um oh my Leonard Williams for the Giants that guy is a monster bro that guy was a monster. 12 and a half sacks this past year as a defensive tackle. is big time, but he ended up getting tagged. So apparently the other tackle on the other side of him has been really good. I forgot his name, Davidson or something like that. Apparently since supposed to be good. But top things we need to address: defensive line, especially the interior defensive line, tight end, and another receiver, and maybe some secondary players, like a safety, because we have no depth on that. We need a lot of a lot. Of, the only position that looks good to us is our linebackers. Linebackers—the only thing I feel good about. Our running back James Robinson—he's good, but I would like to see some. He needs another player. We need some more depth at that, so he can't because he can't run the ball all the time. I like to see more depth, more of a speed guy, because he's more of a power runner. But offensive line, Urban Meyer said that we're pretty much sticking with them. Like so, it doesn't look like we're doing anything, but like everything else, you need to try to do as much as you can. We got so much fucking money; you need to start fucking spending it because we need a exactly lot of fucking right shit.
0: You know, with, with the situation, you guys, you guys are in a great spot right now. So, uh, I'm asking a bold question: Super Bowl bound to Jags? <laughs> <laughs> One and none, bro. That's all you need. You're putting everything. In Worst to first. Worst to first. We'll see, man. I don't I have faith. I think.
1: We're a playoff team. I think we're gonna go nine and eight, nine and eight, and win a playoff game.
0: That's my goal. It has to be a playoff season, like hundred percent, hundred percent. I think Urban, Urban, Jacksonville, right now, the stars are aligning right now.
1: I think Urban is one of those guys where he he's not looking for the future. He's trying to win now. Like he's trying to. He's got all the the things lined up. He's he's trying to win now. I think to me. We gotta at least make the playoffs or be in the hunt. Listen, man. At Yo, least if be the, Bay, look
2: if dolphins. Bay the Bay dolphins, dolphins were
1: me, fucking though. trash, bro. The dolphins were trash. They were five and 11 give me that they, slander. They were trash and they turned it around. They built up their defense and they're ten and six. And you know it, Gabe. They were tanking that year. They,
3: were they not sucked. Tanking, Stop you guys started that,
1: Ryan Fitzpatrick. You had nobody on that team, and you guys all went ten and six.
0: You, sir, all of
1: famer. And who's to say? I mean, we've got all the fucking. We got so much. There's so many things we can But at the right. Dolphins, I think, are just, just want
2: to uh, just chime in real quick for the franchise tag we we're talking about. Uh, the Bears have a franchise has on a franchise tag on Allen Robinson. Jaguars have it on their offensive lineman Cam Robinson. Uh, it's your team. Uh, also, the Bucks have it on Chris Godwin, and the wow. Cowboys have it on Dak Prescott. So,
1: hold up. So DTA in the chat said Lawrence hasn't even played a game. That M- NFL yeah. LMAFAO, a playoff team already. Mind you, Tua was not that great this year and they no. arguably could have been a playoff team. One win away. Yeah, they, there they were one win away. They, yeah. they won
2: what, 11 games and 10. they didn't make the playoffs.
1: 10, 10 with very very average quarterback play and had to be saved by Ryan Fitzpatrick in a couple moments. With no offensive weapons, an all right media, uh, offensive line and an all right running game. Their Listen, defense held season,
2: them up. So, season is a win That's for me. It it's, it's
1: possible. possible. It's, it's possible.
3: They won it's, ten the, games.
1: it's the NFL. They won Anything won t- can happen at the end of the day. Anything like can said, happen. And
0: imagine when he improves. Imagine next season and he improves. Yeah. That's a playoff team. That's a playoff team for sure. They're one, one the game away from winning the playoffs. Tua?
1: DTA Listen. says, I don't believe in Tua. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Get Russell Wilson, bro. Get Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'll wait and see yeah, Sean this Watson.
2: Um, And we can transition Listen. on to the next, uh, the next topic. Uh, yeah. uh, There's only so much freedom. I can
0: hear about your Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. So yeah. you know, we'll see. You we'll asked. See. I know you've got you asked. To see. <laughs> Hopefully,
2: uh, what was you the know. other?
1: What was the other big tags that you said, Gabe? There's a couple like really um, big ones. Chris Godwin, I know Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin. got tagged. by uh, Allen
2: Robinson with the Bears.
1: Leonard um, Williams, the Giants. Dak uh, Prescott,
2: which is why he got the big contract, has a franchise tag on him. Does he have a franchise tag uh, this year? Yeah, really. Only ten players. Yeah, uh, Justin Simmons, a safety for the Broncos. So they
1: franchise tagged him and then extended them. Yeah,
2: that's so the franchise. Justin Simmons.
1: Justin uh, Simmons was somebody I was really looking at. That guy's the best safety in the league. He, the Broncos cool. tagged him like will it, uh, was somebody. For a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're gonna resign him for sure. They might resign them this year.
2: Yeah, but those those are na- notable names I think people have heard of before, those three or four names. Yeah. Um, those of that is just yeah, yeah. It's oh and breaking
1: out. news too. Not breaking news, but like yeah. right before we got on, they t- uh Levante Davis signed a deal with uh the Bucks. Bucks brought him back on. But right now it looks like they're gonna let Shaquille Barrett walk. It looks like and then Devin White, we'll man, see. He's so good, man. Well, Devin White's still on contract, isn't he? Wait, is he on contract? I don't remember.
2: I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. But they re-signed I don't know
1: Levante situation. David, which I know was one thing, but it looks like they're going to let Shaquille Barrett
2: walk. That guy's going to be that guy's a monster, man. He, that's so, so many good moments like in the playoffs.
1: Levante uh, David?
2: Uh, Barrett.
1: All of them, yeah. Barrett, yeah. He's yeah. going to get big-time money. You're talking about if you need a pass rusher this year, like, there's a lot.
2: But Dupree,
1: yeah. it, I mean, Dupree, Barrett. Yeah,
2: He's also um, good to midge. Um, but we shall see, you know. Oh, yo, yo, hold up,
1: Real quick. Dolphins should really consider Aaron Jones. How do you feel about that? Gave face. Aaron Jones? I
3: know.
1: Aaron Jones
2: is great, bro.
3: I can't believe they let him walk.
1: Dolphins should really look at that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, we shall like, see. Uh,
2: what's the next? What do you want to get into next? Uh next? All right, yo,
0: guys, boss, let's talk about the boss himself. Man, yo, The Rock right now. This guy is, he's all over the place, bro. Real are like ballers.
3: Life ownership
0: ballers. is tequila brand, Titan games, young rock the show with movies, going for Black Adam. He's still swole, I understand.
1: What
0: is <laughs> this
2: guy? I, I, That's PDS. That's PDS. Okay? Oh, 100%. That <laughs> gonna... that That's
1: HGH right there. Yeah, bro. I was going to say, he's on HGH, 100% that uh, dude got bigger after he hit 40 he got bigger
0: ownership of the xfl and he's talking about and talks with the cfl it's a possible merger what how big is this for uh cfl he used to play in the cfl so he has ties and connections there unfortunately he never made it to the league but that was the next uh best thing at the time what do you guys think I, okay you got this
2: I was gonna say I follow The Rock a lot, Um, and this is kind of in line with what he does. Like, like you say, he's kind of like a mogul, um, you know, being in you know his transition, you know, from football to wrestling, and now you know, kind of a, a, a superstar
0: actor. He, he's action. a superstar overall, yeah. bro. across boards. Under Armour, I forgot, I can't threw that one out. And man, like, this guy's yeah. everywhere.
2: So, like, you know, it's in line with his, you know, business practice. Um, you know, I think it brings you know a name and credibility. Like, oh shit, The Rock, you know, believes in whatever project. So, um. Uh, I guess it'll help explode. I you know I still think the NFL is king. Like I didn't watch any of these. Uh, uh, I I well actually I did watch the XFL a couple games, um, uh, and it was it was okay. It was, was kind of like the regular season. Uh, like uh, kind of how the NFL was now with the crowd because there was no crowd there. So and and on the games they could like pipe in the coach talking like calling a play or whatever. Um, so it was that was kind of interesting, um, and I thought it was fun for a little bit. But until the XFL, I guess went back down. So. Um, And The Rock was one of the first guys to kind of just raise his hand and say, hey, I want to bring this back and be popular. So, you know, it's in line with everything that kind of his circle, his atmosphere is about, like kind of a, you know, businessman, very likable guy. Uh, So, you know, he's just a boss making boss moves, you know? So uh, we'll see. Like, I still think football's king, and I'm going to watch the football's work. If it's on, like, if if it's on, not on during football, so if they do like an off-season um, you know, a parallel is where it's not like in the middle of playoffs or something like, you know what I mean? Like where it's in a time that I'll watch, I'll, I'll watch it. Cause usually Sundays, you know, I'm watching from like one o'clock to like seven o'clock anyways.
3: Yeah. But I think
2: it's
0: dope. You know, so. even what his name attached to it or tied to it, right. It'll give uh, more people opportunity, right. uh To tune in and give them, the, you, you never know, you know, why they didn't make it to the NFL or anything, but it's yeah. still like pursuing their dreams, you know, whether it's the CFL or XFL, you know, they're still playing football. And I guess that'll give definitely give them a bigger platform you know, maybe get scattered more, uh, obviously viewership, you know, more viewership, you know, it gives opportunity for people to make more money. You know what I mean? That, that's their living right there. So I, I think it'll be dope.
2: And also I was going to say, you know, a lot of the players crossed over. So once the XFL went away, all the, a lot of players got gobbled up. So I'm thinking, uh, Philip, uh, Philip Walker, I think he was a quarter, the backup quarterback for Carolina, um there's a couple quarterbacks that played in XFL for a little bit and then switched over. Uh, there were some wide receivers. I'm trying to look up the names here now. but Landry you know, Jones
1: like said, was one. He yeah. was a backup for the Steelers. PJ Walker, who played for the Houston Renegades, he actually got picked up by Seattle. So some yeah. people actually made a name for themselves able to bounce back. I really think so, there's so, a, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. like, I think this is really good. Like, there's a huge – I think there's a huge opportunity with this. Because the NFL's the only, like, I mean, the football's the only sport that doesn't have a true, like, feeder league or, like, a true, like, exactly. B league. Like, you had arena. Exactly. And the thing is, I think there's tons of untapped potential there because think about, like, during the off season, Look at look, what we've talked about so far. Like, football is still being the overwhelmingly, like, most talked about sport, even though it's not even going on, which is, like, crazy. And a lot of people don't, when you don't think about it, you're like, holy shit, like, yeah, like it's still the most talked about thing. And we're not, we're not even in the middle of the season, like NHL basketball or baseball about to start up. And it's still like being talked about more than anything else. And I think there's just huge untapped potential because living in Jacksonville, we had an arena football team and those are arenas football. Same thing with Canadian football started like right after the season ended. And those games would be packed because people just want to see football. Like, like I said, football is king. It's, it's, Nothing. It'll take. I don't think anything will ever beat it in America, and and the, even with those like really C D tier leagues, like Canadian football is really the B tier league. But like arena football and stuff, seeing that just seeing like the excitement about it was just like was electric. And now seeing the XFL was actually was awesome. And I think the XFL, the more competition is better for the consumer because we're going to end up seeing. The NFL started adopting, which we already kind of did, because I thought the XFL had a ton of really great rules. Like you said, with um hearing the quarterback call the play calls, hearing the coaches, like that that that's cool. Like hearing the quarterback in the huddle. Um, the kickoffs were safer because you don't have these yeah. guys running fifty yards down the field. Like it's like only a twenty yard gap, and like and also you have interviews. more. Somebody yeah, wants score any, a touchdown, they would do. Interviews and you have and, a like, interview person right there. Yeah, there's there's a lot. That, Vince McMahon actually came up and his whole team like they actually did a pretty good job with what they had. And I'm kind of surprised to see them like hop off of it so quickly, especially with them having the WWE and everything. You think they would have stayed on that for a little bit longer. But now talking about like them merging with Canadian football, to me, it just makes so much sense. And it it's perfect. Like it's, it's literally perfect. First off, the Canadian football really needs it because from what i understand after researching it they're kind of struggling and especially with them yeah. not even having a season this past year really hurt them um and then you're you're not having to establish a fan base in new cities now like you are with the american teams by merging with the canadian football league you're already having this established fan base to already have stadiums always have already have logos already have like everything's already there and it could really pop off. I mean, that's what made the NFL pop up was merging with AFL and NFL combining together. And now yeah. you, it it helps what made it so big. And Canadian football, I mean, it'd, it'd be awesome. Like, uh, and people in Canada, they, they love football. Like those games, like I've watched a few of those games, they pop off. Or like yeah, sometimes man. Buffalo would play in Toronto and those games would be big. So like seeing them, mer- the only thing I could see it being a little
0: weird is maybe the travel in
1: some instances. But if the NHL can do it, Football Bro, the,
0: the NHL, XFL, NBA, even MLBs in there. Obviously, not extensive as the NHL. With like NHL's athletes. way, yeah, half the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there's there's a couple. Um, but still, man, it's possible. Obviously, it is, you know. And it's great for uh, us,
1: yeah, anyways So it's something to watch too. Like, um, I'm all for it. Like, I watched the XFL, like, I really did. Where to watch it, the more I see it grow, and I think it's good for players to like kind of have a second chance. Like if you don't really like, cause obviously no no NFL teams looking at the AFL barely anybody made it back out of the, the CFL. I mean, the only ones I can really think of was like Doug Flutie is like the biggest name to really make a name for himself out of the CFL and Oh AFL. I will say Kurt Warner started in the AFL, but like having a real feeder league would be really good. Like, and I, I'm all yeah. for that. And at the end of the day, you're still getting high level talent because even kids who aren't able to get drafted or make practice squads or like training camp or whatever, and get like cut, still get
2: they, they, they can still can get tape. You can still get
1: tape. On. Yeah, you can still get tape. It's still going to be better than college. Like you're still getting high level like talent and it's a way for them to make a living while still doing what they want. And
0: exactly so what much- I was going to say, because after college, if you really wanted to play, man, you know, now everyone has the opportunity to make money off over some- doing something they love, playing football. You know what I mean? In baseball, you got minor leagues, you got triple A, single A, double A you know, NBAD. International G-ing, Japan. You know. And like, you know, there's so many other opportunities, but yeah, in America, yeah, all... it's like, you know, you don't have that many opportunities to keep playing. You know what I mean? And yeah, because there's no, inter- it's not an international sport. sport. Exactly. Like... So the merger, you know, would just help the sport itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: and this is a competition. I think just coming up, as long as it can be innovative. The one thing I'm really curious about to see what they're going to do with the rule. I think if XFL does merge with the CFL, they're going to take on because Canadian football is like – I think their fields yeah. are wider. The goalpost is at the beginning of the end zone, kind of like old yeah. school NFL, and a couple other things. Oh, they have three downs instead of four. What?
0: You nah, never I watched see, you I never see watch CFL? Bro, I did not know. <laughs> I've watched – watched, sometimes That's they'll probably play on it. I mean, it's definitely harder, obviously, but it's probably why the viewership is down, man. Who's we, getting oh, first down the three it's tries? Hard.
1: Well, it's also hard to – Americans, I think what helps like sports here do so well is you have your home teams, and like when they like, I've seen a few games of them play because every now and then ESPN would put it like some of you, and uh, I think it's kind of hard, and I think it's part of the reason why soccer M- MLS is starting to blow up, but international soccer is not really blowing up because I think there's something about rooting.
2: And yeah, I think the last the last time I heard about CFL was when Johnny Manziel was there. I think he was on the Alouettes or one of these teams. Yeah. I don't know. Like, now he he's in fan craze
1: football, something. in all Man. kinds of leagues. That fan craze football looks crazy.
2: So, so yeah, I mean,
0: football up and coming. I, it's big. We know it's the biggest sport in America, and it's still rising, and it's still more opportunity, which is gonna be crazy, dude. The NFL
1: didn't. Half the teams didn't even have fans. And the rest of the half had like 20% capacity, and they doubled their revenue. They're the only league double their revenue during this whole pandemic. Everybody else took a hit. So wow. it's it's it just showed like I was just kidding. People talk about NBA is going to overtake it because all the CTs in football. At the end of the day, I I don't buy that shit. It's bullshit. Because at the end, like he says, people, bull Jive. Because the thing is, people are still going to play. Look, UFC is, and MMA is the fastest growing sport in the world, and it's the most violent. People like violent. Like, so what? People might not
0: have their kids Wait, play football, listen. but there's going
1: to be some people that do. Talking and... about
0: violence and up and coming sports. Perfect UFC? situation, right? NHL, oh. the rise of NHL, I, man. Hype. This is big. Listen, this is big. The only sport you need to have players just, just, you know, fight. square up yeah. in the middle and just fight.
2: And people be okay. With, they're okay with it. They're like, yeah, it's great. And then they're
3: like, <laughs> All right, let's keep moving.
0: <laughs> so NHL rising, right?
1: I think this is huge. This is huge, man. I kind of went on with the
2: Canadian football thing.
1: So you go, uh, Gabe.
2: Um, I'm kind of getting into hockey. Uh, I lo- I remember, uh, you know, watching hockey as a small, small little kid when I was like elementary school. Um my friend uh my friend on my baseball team I think his dad had season tickets to to watch the panthers so um and I'm kind of getting back into it now now that um we actually got a pretty good team um so hockey hockey's fun I've been to like I think we talked about this last time I've been to a couple games in sunrise um it's a fun experience and uh you know it's a big deal like uh it, it you know hockey can be exciting I think it's a little you know uh it can be exciting a little bit more exciting than soccer you know so even though I, I've watched I haven't watched soccer in a while but i I have, um, and it can be fun depending on you know whatever team you're rooting for, uh, and w- depending on what league. If you're in the English league or you're watching international soccer, um, those can be fun. But um, hockey can be just as exciting as well. Like these guys are skating fast; they're big. Some of them are like the size of LeBron. They're like six seven, six eight, and they're fucking skating, crashing into the wall, h- hitting each other. So, the agility uh,
1: is insane. Yeah. In hockey, one of the I think it's one of the hardest you know, sports to just play. Like just yeah, yeah. you can't just. You got to be athletic to, be to really hop on, on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To move like so, that on skates, bro? Like,
2: Yeah, so to hear that, um, you know, uh, they just signed a big deal with ESPN. I mean, that's, that's big moves for hockey, Um, showing, you know, I guess the strength of uh, – it is still, you know, maybe not number one like football, but it's still a top tier. Uh, yeah. It's a top yeah, four. So, it's, it's a top four. It's
1: a major four.
2: Yeah, and so, you know, I, I'm getting excited for hockey. You know, Miami, we don't have that much tradition. We're a very young team. And we've never been to a championship, but you know other 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 franchises like you know like the New York Rangers or Chicago Blackhawks, um, you know. uh, Tampa Bay Lightning's actually been pretty pretty good. uh, They've been good forever.
0: Pittsburgh Penguins, man, can't sleep on them. Pittsburgh Penguins.
2: So there's other you know.
0: Not to cut you off, I think, uh, like uh, Julian mentioned, there's so many uh, Canadian hockey teams, right, within the league, obviously, as well. And you look back at the last 10, like, championships or last 15 or last 20, and it's like, they're known, you know, for the hockey, obviously, you know, setting all that up and the popularity of it over there. And it's all U.S.-based teams that have been winning the chip.
3: Yeah.
0: It's crazy. But
2: mind you, mind you, yeah, it's Canadian, but, there, you know, there's a lot of international players as well. There's, like, Swedish players yeah. and
1: Yeah, it's like football. There's a cap, so it's just one of those that comes down to like organizations. Like, it's just cool. They're they're, they're trying to. The odds are in America's favor. There's just more teams.
2: Yeah, so there's a lot of international players, so that's why you know it's a big deal when the Olympics come around and these players are you know when U.S. plays Canada. I think they last time they they played each other. I think the U.S. won, which was like a big shocker, um, being a Canadian sport. Um, But in general, uh, you know the NHL. Um, I think they're trying to grow, you know, as far as, like, U.S. Base. It's just kind of like with soccer as well. They're trying to get bigger names, international names uh, that are, like, American-based. Because if you think of, like, I don't know, who's the biggest um, hockey player? Maybe maybe Ovechkin. the biggest guy they've pushed in the NHL is Crosby, maybe they pushed.
1: Crosby the and Ovechkin.
2: But, uh, yeah, Ovechkin, but Ovechkin is, uh, what is he from? Where? I, I forget.
1: Uh, um, Russian.
2: Yeah, yeah. But most most of these players are international as well, so I, I think the NHL is a you know. Well, Crosby's strong, Canadian. You know. Oh, okay. i so, see. Not even American. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, Crosby's Canadian.
2: Uh, but uh, you know, NHL is a strong league. Um, and them signing is a big deal. Uh, just kind of proves they're like solidifying their their still top rank and you know, in 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 American sports.
0: Yeah, I was uh, talking to Julian about it before. I've yet to even you know see a live game. I'm down to go. Yeah. we
2: can go, man. So, so, so. Game. You need their to stop deal. getting off of work at 1 o'clock in the morning.
0: Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so their
1: deal is $2.8 billion over seven years, $400 million a year. And, well, and to, put, think- to put in perspective with the NFL, by the way, they're talking about the, like, just for scale reference, the NFL's deal that they're working with, with whoever, all their TV deals, it's projected to be around $7 billion a year, $70 billion 80 billion dollars cool. so just kind of put in perspective but do you think nhl i don't know if it actually is or if like do you think nhl is has passed mlb or will pass mlb
0: uh, not quite not quite in my humble opinion i don't know if, i'll look it up actually i'll look up and see I,
2: i'm probably right yeah. yeah go ahead go ahead uh jojo
0: no, 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 because I, you know, you know me when it comes to MLB. Yeah. Ready to...
2: As far as like money wise, <laughs> as far as the like uh, just pure you know,
1: just popularity of the sport and like, yeah, oh, revenue, popularity. revenue, and just Listen, like, man, well, like, well man. revenue kind of dictates like
0: Somebody, popularity. In major cities, bro, like you can't, I know, um, bro, like the fan base is just runs too deep, like baseball is America's pastime. Yeah. maybe. Hockey might have the greatest increase in fan base, but that doesn't mean they're going to surpass, you know, let's say MLB or something. Well, if they're um,
1: making more money than that, uh, the MLB. Than that. Therefore. As far as popularity,
2: I mean, as far as popularity among people, I mean, I would rank football number one, uh, probably NBA number two, MLB number three, and then NHL number four, as far as American sports. But yeah. that might differ in the revenue. I don't know how much billions. I would probably put Okay, baseball
0: so in baseball is actually
2: second. Yeah, I'll put baseball yeah, number you know, two in revenue.
0: Do you know how many and, people attend a baseball game in these major cities? Like where well, Yankee Stadium sits or Chicago yeah. or, you know, at L.A.? Well, like, you want to know what's well, you know, like,
1: crazy, too, is the top five leagues in the world like, by revenue is the the top four in
0: America, which wow. is the, yeah. the big four, yeah. the ba- basketball, hockey, baseball. And, and here's, here's the thing with baseball. It's crazy because you bring it up. Like you said, like it's as is pros and cons of having such a long season, right? 162 games. Every game that's that's opportunity for money. That is a lot of money. I will say
2: what I I think commercials, like what
0: what I will
1: say is though, I think baseball is heavily, heavily carried by their top five franchise. I could
0: agree. They're
1: heavily and, they're carried the by hard, the Yankees, the Red Sox, yeah, yeah. the Dodgers, uh, Chicago Cubs. Yeah. And uh, Giants, maybe I'm just throwing that you know, out there. Yeah. Cardinal
0: St. Louis. You Far- know what I mean? Those. those are, yeah. I don't know if
1: those are big money. Uh, Cardinals are obviously like a great team, but I don't know if they're like, they're, I don't, we would have to look at the Forbes top most valuable thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I do feel like baseball
0: is heavily carried by like those five things. Yeah. Um, and man, versus- yeah, but you know, you're, you're not wrong about that. And, 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 you know, recent history these past couple of years, there, there've been teams, smaller franchise teams on the rise as well, which they're building their fan base, their loyal fan base, because yeah. once the team starts winning, you know, you see, you see some of these lower tier teams, you know, having some success and that thrives here in the city. And obviously baseball is not going anywhere. So it's just a turn of transitions. Obviously, Yankees, my Yankees, we were kind of sleeping these last couple of years. That gave opportunity for other teams to rise and come up. You know what I mean? It's not, hasn't been like them every single year. But, you know, to throw in, even though the cheating scandal Astros, Astros a couple of years ago were nobody, right? No one even, no one paid attention. No one cared about the Astros. Yeah. A-Rod was getting paid more than starting nine. Now teams like Houston come, all right, basketball, football, baseball now. You know what I mean? Like, they're winning teams and their attendance and everything like that. Don't watch out for the Padres coming up. They sign big names. You know what I mean? That's going to bring people to watch the games. You know what I mean? Real quick as Uh, a little,
1: as a little like trivia thing. So football's one, baseball's two, basketball's three. Blank is four. Hockey is five. Who is four?
2: Don't say MLS. MLS.
1: No, in the world, in the world. Oh, in the world. Wait, like professional or no? MLS like, is five in America, 100%. but okay. like who, who's number four?
2: Well, cricket. I know cricket is pretty popular in international. I know they watch that in Indian. There's like, oh, a we're talking about a
1: league, in we're talking about a league, a league. Well, cricket's, yeah, I mean, cricket's the second most popular sport in the world, but that's is it what like uh, I, don't really
0: know, I don't really know soccer like that. I'll uh, be honest with like tennis or the like,
1: Premier League premier league right i knew yeah, it was one the, of the, Engli- the english soccer league so manchester english chelsea that makes sense league,
0: right?
1: number six is la liga so spanish
0: yeah, so soccer i threw league. that in there yeah la liga in there you I, know I shout know.
1: out shout out to the mls they're on the grind bro they're about to pass uh australian football league which wow. i want to see one of those games in person so bad i heard those games are crazy like I've seen, I've seen this it when I went to like late night though. When I um when I was in Australia, I drove by one those stadiums are like football stadiums. They're big, like they go hard for the Australian football. Like I, I want to see one of those games and those guys go hard. But shout out to the MLS, man. They're grinding, man. They have been expanding bro, like crazy.
0: Let's
3: say, yo,
1: Miami
0: FC, man. Yo, if you're down to go to a game.
3: That's too, not
1: that's not MLS, bro. Enter Miami. That's
3: correct. <laughs> Inter, no,
1: Inter- I, Miami FC Inter- is that that feeder league. Inter Miami oh, is the the that's David that's Beckham right. is the David Beckham big. That's
0: like the big yeah. league. Where where is awesome. the? They don't have their own stadium, not there, not
2: yet. right? It's yes, in, uh, Lock, it's, Lockhart. Yeah, well, they they
0: Lotterygo. that is their stadium. They
1: completely, yeah. I've seen it. They completely renovated it, like the logos. Oh, all, that's that's know. the headquarters. So so how it's gonna work is um. You have Inter Miami. They're playing in Fort Lauderdale temporarily at Lockhart. Um, that is going to be their headquarters. Um, but once they're build once they finish building the main stadium in Fort Lauderdale and um Miami, the their feeder team, Fort Lauderdale, Inter Fort Lauderdale. They're pl- so right now they're sharing the stadium with Inter Fort Lauderdale and Inter Miami. They're sharing the stadium. The headquarters is is there. Um, but then once they play the once they build the new stadium, they're gonna to move to play their home games there. The headquarters is still gonna stay there at Lockhart in Fort Lauderdale, and the developing team, the developed team is going to be there, and their academy and like all their academy, all their feeder stuff is gonna be in Fort Lauderdale, and the main team's gonna play, and their headquarters stuff. Right. But I'm down to go to a game. They just announced the right. They just announced the the
0: schedule, so I'm all for it. I'm hyped. I could put that on the list too for this year, man. NHL and soccer. Donald new things for we sure. Can do
2: it. Um uh Julian, you want to recap uh, what we saw with uh, last weekend uh with the UFC, UFC 259. We actually saw it together in person. We went to you know a fine establishment where <laughs> a,
0: a fine establishment.
2: Um what do you what do you want to talk about as far as UFC? What was the I guess the top we can talk about the top 3 fights that we saw at the end. Um uh yeah. and what your takeaways were from that. Yeah. Point.
1: So the first uh fight with Peter Yan and um man, what was the other guy's name? The Jamaican Sterling. guy Sterling.
3: Man, all
1: right, so Peter Jan was winning that. Or Peter. Peter Jan was, was winning that. And um he was whooping his ass, honestly. But then he ended up losing to disqualification for a legal knee to the head. And man, Ooh. that
0: guy got
1: fucking. I got Yo,
3: Did you see it, JoJo?
0: Yeah, I saw that. So uh man, you know, it's like I, I love you know I read captions, I see on social media and everything. Uh, um, you know, comments is of what people say and people generally thought like he was flopping. and he was selling it. What do
2: you? That,
0: what do you guys? That, do? As something? No,
1: I think he was no gassed. Man,
2: that first I, that his first round oh. was his best round. Sterling, I'm talking about Sterling. Uh, his, his first no round way. was the best round, but after that, he was gassed and he had no fight left in him. If you saw his punches, he slowed down. He was throwing weak punches, wasn't hitting. He was getting hit a lot, and he was should have been knocked down earlier. Like I was like, this guy's not gonna last. And you know the fact that he lost off a technicality uh, or Peter Jan, whatever. One. Oh, Peter Yan lost, yeah. That he lost all technicality, it kind of sucks. And you kind of saw in that after you know the post interview, um, how he's kind of stirred. The guy didn't. Up are, he
1: didn't yeah. want to win that way. That was not a flop though, not even close. People that people that say that are idiots have never and have never trained.
2: He was gassed. That guy was gassed. He was getting pushed up against the the cage, and he was just bro. He was barely hanging on by and his
1: and first <laughs> off too that that <laughs> knee <laughs> was clearly intent. And they're actually the UFC is going to yeah. investigate the coaches and stuff because. Some people are kind of defending Peter. I don't defend Peter Jan because people are saying they're kind of defending him because they said the coach, the coaches were telling him to do it, which therefore was kind of notifying that he was kind of on he his. He knew point. what he was doing.
2: He had intention. But to
1: do it. I think that's bullshit because at the end of the day, as a professional UFC fighter, a champion, you should know to not even risk it. Like you should know. And I get you're in the heat of the moment and everything, but like those guys are wired to not to not do that. I mean, I've trained him and myself. You're wired to not kick when somebody's down. Like you're, you're, you're not.
2: It's one thing if his, if his head is down and he's trying to come at you, he's trying to grapple you. That's one thing. But if he's just head is down, cause he's, you know, he's far away from you and he's down and then you load, load up on him like that. I mean, obviously you gotta, and, you can't
1: and, and people that say that he flops or like I said, those are people who've never even taken a knee. And like, when you're down like that, first off, your mm-hmm. knee is so much force. There's so much forced. I mean, we've even seen uh, Jorge Masvidal knock out fucking Ben Askren with a flying knee in the first five seconds. Yes. Knees are no joke. It's solid bone and he hit him straight in the temple. Like, you don't even need, and plus the guy was, like you said, the guy was already dazed as it is. And all it takes was maybe even a half-hearted knee just to knock that guy out. And he clearly did not get a half-hearted knee because they don't do that that guy got his shit rocked and it was evident and it was, it was nasty. Nice. I mean, you can even hear Joe and, Rogan and Daniel Cormier talk about it. Like it was, it was rough. Like see, like me seeing that was yeah. rough. Like that was a, hard he was definitely, he was
2: definitely going for the kill shot because you know, he I'm surprised people
1: are even them. saying that he flopped. Cause that's like complete yeah. bullshit. Like that. I mean, know. he
2: could have roundhouse kicked him, but he was going for the fucking knee. And when you're going to put a knee, you don't put your knee in somebody's fucking forehead. Like you're trying to, you're fucking, you're trying to take his head off, you're just trying to decapitate him, dog. And that was just nasty to watch. Um, it kind of sucks, like I said. Um, uh, I thought that Sterling was kind of just done for, like I thought he was gonna lose the fight anyways. And yeah, it kind of sucks done. that that's how the fight ended. Um, but like, like Julian was saying, like you can't see, you got to be professional enough to see that he's on his knee, he's not lunging at you, you know, if your head's down because I'm trying to throw a punch whatever that's one thing but if he's just down and he's not even trying to attack you and you you know not to like attempt
1: that I mean, yeah. you know not yeah. to attempt that it's just like he it's it's wired like it's one of those things yeah it's like, kind of
2: like
0: you know you know obviously i didn't compete you know in any mma or anything like that but we did wrestle right so the rules you know anything like we're, we're triggered not to do right like some folks out wrestling if the man is down on the knee you can't clasp, so you always hesitate not to put your hand something as simple as that i mean it's in all
1: sports it's like think of basketball like when you travel it just feels weird like it's it feels weird when you take that third step like you're wide.
3: unless you're james
1: harden unless you're you're in the nba you can take five fucking steps apparently (laughs) in the nba
0: not to get off topic but it's like yeah it's intent of what he was doing and you know in that fight you know what i mean morally you you know you know what to do and what not to do so that's that was insane
2: so that was yeah. the end of that fight. Um, Julie, you want to get into the next then one? Then we uh, went
1: on to that ass whooping that, <laughs> that I said was going to happen. The fucking beatdown, bro. Who, who, who was
2: like. What are we talking about? We, we were talking
1: about. A, the, and You know, you know who?
2: <laughs> no, you can't say you know who. Nobody, the the monster. To this, but, like, what are you the about?
1: monster that is Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes, Nunes
2: Mega Anderson.
1: The greatest woman fighter to ever put on the gloves. And it's not even close. And it's not even close. Like nobody is even in the same hemisphere as fucking Amanda Nunes. Like it is, like it's it's not even close. Like I like there's not a single fighter out there that can even make her lose a round. Like she is so. I don't recall anybody being as like this dominant ever. Not even Anderson Silva, not John Jones, not George Saint Pierre, not. uh, was my mind drawing a blank? Me, could be Habib. Like, <laughs> yeah. The only other person I can think of maybe is Demetrius uh, Mighty Mouse Johnson when he was in the UFC. Like, he was just dominating. They they had to trade him just to get somebody else. The Bellator that trade in Bellator. But Amanda Nunez is just unreal on both weight classes, one thirty five and one forty five. And it's just it's not even close. I mean, she whooped that girl's ass, rocked her, and then. She just took her down and then armbarred her. Like, it was nothing. I mean, she just obliterated that. She just made her look like a rookie. And that's just, it's it's greatness. Like, it's like, we look at Tom Brady, and I think Amanda Nunez is one of the most slept-on athletes right now. Like, people agree. people do not talk about how dominant she is in her. Like, I, she's more dominant than Serena Williams. Like, she is so ridiculously dominant. It's unreal. Like,
2: I I was a little little bit scared going into this fight because you know Megan Anderson. I didn't know who she was, but um, obviously she was clearly like fucking ten feet taller than her. (laughs) But she was way taller than her. So I'm like, yo, this girl's gonna have more reach. Maybe she might put up a fight or whatever. But like, like you said, uh, Nunes, she's just on top of her game and like she's just nobody else is in her class. She's she is the most dominant, and there's kind of like nobody else around. You know, we had this this, this scenario like you can only fight or play whoever's in front of you. And right now, there's nobody you know she she she's the big dog she's the big fish she's the shark whatever whatever metaphor you want to use and there's really nobody that can kind of meet her match her level or and my thing
1: is it's not even like all right yeah she cleaned the division like Khabib cleaned the division but you know he was very dominant and we could arguably say that Conor McGregor had him lose his first only round ever and then you say Anderson Silva um, who was really dominant, but you know, he has John Jones clearly had some really close fights. Um, but I mean, like, I mean, there is a huge gap, like a yeah. huge gap. Like I've never seen this in professional
0: sport ever of such a huge fucking and modern day sport. My huge my question gap. is though. Here's my question. You know, not to take anything away from her, just something for everyone to think about. Obviously, there's dominance there. But is that also due to lack of competition, or are you just that good? You're just separating yourself, or people are just, you know, the competitors that are being given to her, like Gabe said. You you're only you know you can only face off who's put in front of you. Um, again, not to take anything away from her, but how's the competition here, level? How are those fighters? Here, like, here's her one, here, oh, we can go, Gabe.
2: I was going to yeah. say, her job is not to be a developer of talent, right? She's an yeah. MMA fighter, and, you know, yeah. she gets paid to fight. So her job is just train and be the best fighter. Like, her job yeah. is not to develop talent and make it more interesting and bring more, more names and more people more talent around to compete against her. Her job is just to fight. And if they put people in front of her and she keeps knocking them down, like, what else do you want her to do? Like, she's just doing her job. She's going to get paid. She's going to get endorsements and again, being the I'm best. Not
0: i nothing against her. Yeah you know so, it's you're a level of dominance but um so
1: here here's what I'll say and to know. kind of answer jojo's because the thing is the difference was with Ronda Rousey Ronda Rousey was a one trick pony like and I knew it like anybody who who was like who watched fighting even moderately you can tell there just wasn't enough people in the ufc there was a very small group there's a lot of good talented women fighters especially in those lower divisions i mean obviously in her own division there yeah. not as I think. The thing is, there's, there's, like I said, there's talent there, and the reason why I think it's a little different than when you look at Ronda Rousey, one because she whooped her ass, but it's the fashion that it's the fashion that she won. Because you look at everybody else, and there's there's good fights, there's close fights, you know, it's they're, it like they're all on the same level, but then you look at her and you look at how she beats people. And it's absurd. And it's not she's a one trick. She started out as a grappler, like in Brazil. She picked up boxing as an adult. She picked up boxing, kickboxing, and muay Thai as an adult. And she just naturally got it. And she's knocked out so many people. She's knocked out people. She's TKO'd. She takes them down. Like she submits. Like she she's won in every fashion and in in a dominant way. In an extremely dominant way. And Yes, you could say the comp- the competition thing, but UFC's at the point where there is no other women professional fighters, and yeah. there and like I said, there is there's solid talent in there, and I mean yeah. it, it's just it's it's unreal, and it, like it's like I said, you look at Serena, like yeah, there's some really good tennis players in there, but Serena's just on another level, yeah. and. You look at Amanda Nunez and yeah, maybe she's a product of like being kind of early in the sport, but like, yeah, I think it's a little different when you look at modern day versus like you look at like, you know, the sixties and fifties because modern day, like you got to think like these people are, they're getting the best training, a sports medicine, at the end of the day, too, with MMA, like these, the these aren't end, just like uh, these; end. these aren't just like people. To the people, the women and and men that are entering MMA, you gotta take into consideration too. These guys are champions in their own martial arts as well. Like, yeah. like a lot of these guys are champions in their own. Like uh, Israel Adesanya, who we're gonna talk about next. He was a kickboxing gold medal. Like he was a kickboxing champion. He was a he was a beast. And a lot of these guys are black belt jujitsu. Like. Martial arts has been around forever and like and these these she's just dominant. It's a little different. Like that's why Overall, I think she's a little different yeah. because these people are still champions. And these people are still black belts and masters in their their martial arts.
0: They're still black belts. Yeah. Still, I mean, yeah, you you answered a question right there, man. You know, putting those statements out. That's I was just curious to hear. And that's cool because that level of dominance obviously is gonna set the standard and the bar high for the next Generation talent coming in, right? You're gonna see the bar and standards set so high that these next pool of fighters are gonna to try to strive to be like that, and we're gonna see a lot more of that. And that's dope, man. She's a beast. Yeah, she only loses if she gets too
1: old. That's I don't like. I don't see how she.
0: Are she has she ever lost?
3: Yeah, she like lost early in her career.
0: Four. Early on, okay, okay.
2: Twenty-one to four, yeah.
0: But now she's peaking.
2: I don't know what. I don't know
0: what her
1: twenty-five win fights. Is.
2: Hey, what's her fight, win streak? That's pretty good. Huh?
1: What's her win streak? You have that up?
2: Uh, tw- her hers is tw- Amanda twenty one and four. I don't have the what's whole. I can
1: you don't have the up. win streak? Here's what her win streak is. It's, it's uh,
2: da, 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 big though. Da, da, she might da, be pushing
1: towards the record.
2: Uh, the so last time she lost was against Kat Zingano, and that was UFC one seventy eight. That was two thousand fourteen. Is the last time she lost?
1: Wow. Zingano. Kat Zingano was a really good fighter. Wow. She was she was pretty good. Um, I don't know what happened to her actually. But that was early in her career from what I understand. She's beat
2: she's beat all the names. Look, she beat uh Felicia Spencer, which was was like an up and comer, uh kind of a new new person at MMA. Uh she beat Holly Holmes, she beat Chris Cyborg, she beat uh, Shevchenko, she beat Ronda Rousey, she beat Misha Tate. Um so she's beat names that names.
0: Those are big names.
3: Oh, she league. beat
2: names that, that you know people that got in front of her, and it seems like right now there's nobody else that's like on her level. So like she she is she's probably in line to she just you know, got be better. Dominant. Yeah, yeah, for the rest of the sport, and hopefully you know, it's on you know uh on the MMA to to develop more more talent. Like there's not really uh you know a lot in the United States, but there's like a lot of Brazilian fighters who are into judo and and uh, Gracie uh, the. Uh, well, it's growing them.
1: international, man. Yeah. I mean, think about yeah. all the people like. The beginning of UFC was All-Americans and Brazilians. Look at like half the champions that we have now. Like they're from all over the place. Like, UFC, like we talk about like NHL and MLB, all those. Like I, UFC is exploded because at the end of the day, it's a sport that anybody can understand. Everybody knows when you're whooping somebody else's ass. Like it's, it's fighting. Knows. They can tell. It's, they can tell. human nature, nature. when you're asleep. It's it's easy. It's easy to watch, and it's something that's universal that everybody understands. Fighting, like everybody understands, and that's what makes it so like so popular. And now you're starting to get guys from all over the place.
2: All right, now, let's, let's get into this last. Speaking fight, of people uh,
1: from all over, Iziradisanya from Nigeria, and Yana Baluchets from Russia, I believe. Which, uh,
3: and,
2: uh
1: Gabe, uh, give me your thoughts.
3: Um,
2: I thought that uh, Adesanya was winning maybe the first uh, two or three rounds, but I just think they kind of got uh, uh, John kind of got uh, just kind of wrapped them up and kind of controlled them for the last two. And um, uh, I thought it was a pretty fair even fight, it wasn't all the ballistics I, uh, I thought it was going to be because I thought Adesanya was just going to dominate. Um, and kind of near the end, it, it kind of just grinded down to a slow halt where they're just kind of holding each other, grappling, doing small hits. Um, and, but I thought it was a fair fight. I thought it was the, the judgment was like fair to call him the winner. Um, it just, cause the guys, he's a lot bigger, you know, Adesanya is a, kind of a skinny guy, lanky guy. And the other height, guy was just bigger. He, was he didn't just...
1: have size. Yeah. The guy, yeah. The other guy was like, Jan was a grappler. He was just, he's
2: a... Yeah. He was just kind of bodying him and just kind of controlling him near the end of the fight. And I think that's kind of where, where the, the fight was lost. But I, I thought it overall it was pretty good. Um, not the result I expected. I expected Adesanya to just be dominant and try to, you know, the UFC wanted this fight to, you know, I think we talked about uh, you and I, Julian, that UFC wants to see this uh, Adesanya-Bones Jones fight happen. And this is kind of like just a, a bump in the road, I guess, of that. Because um, I don't know who else, you know, you know more than I, who are the next defenders or what what are the possible next fights. Um, but I thought it was a fair decision, you know what I mean? Like. You know, he won. I thought it was. I
1: was okay with it. Like it wasn't he, like a, he you know, he like, won. It was. It was pretty clear. Like like you said, the first. I'll say the first and the third round are really close. I think judges' scorecard. I was looking at it. Had all three of them had Adesanya win the the third round, they all had Jan win the first two. Um, I don't remember the second round as much, but I know the first one was super close. The third one, uh, girl won by very slight margin. And then round four and five, the championship rounds, Jan, uh, he just dominated. Izzy Izzy didn't stand a chance. Like, I mean, he was just out-muscling, out-wrestling him. And I mean, from what I understand, I kind of like what a lot of people were saying, they kind of expected it because one, Jan is a grappler. And as as soon as he was able to kind of get in touch with Israel, it was just it's kind of done because Israel heavily relies on his striking because he's an elite striker. Champion kickboxer, like he, he's he's one of the best, if not the best striker in all of MMA. And Jan was just able to, you know, bulldoze him, push him to the cage, bring him down, get nice takedowns, just ground and pound the whole yeah. fight. And and I think good coaching by his his team because those first three rounds he was trying to stand up with them Then those those big four and five like that really won him the fight, like. Did what got him there who got him the yeah. championship and what if helped I can them, just jump in real quick be, to give you uh, uh Reyes. had 184
2: uh, as far as strikes, total strikes 184 to 99 to Jan, 107 to 78. Uh, strike, uh, standing, it, that's total strikes and then six strikes. What is six strikes? I don't know. Uh, so they had 184 uh, 99 to Yan and as stars taken on had three to zero uh, takedowns to Jan. So you know, if you look so at wait, the he, stats, out,
1: he, right. out- he out he out he striked uh,
2: Israel. Yeah, 184.99. So. Oh,
1: interesting. Wow. I don't remember it as much. Yeah. I, well, how, I don't remember it that Maybe, much Maybe from as well, ground and pound. Maybe from the ground and pound. That might be what possibly it is. Possibly. Does it say from standing? Or does it just uh, say in general?
3: No,
2: there's another number, 107 to 78, but that Jan also dominated that. So I can see why the judges thought that way. Um, And I kind of expected.
1: It didn't feel like he really. Like, they well, didn't feel if like you're it. talking about total strikes, a lot of that probably comes from against the. Standing, it was probably yeah. a little bit more even. Maybe give the edge to Jan. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the UFC wanted Izzy to win. I mean, it's in their best interest um, with him being yeah. in popularity and everything. But Jan is, he, I mean, I think he kind of established himself that he's here to be here for a long time. I mean, he was a really good yeah. fighter. And uh, he showed up, man. He showed up. I think he wants to face John Jones. Maybe John Jones got to come back down and see if he can uh, beat him out.
2: I, I, and also, you know, um, you know, compared to the first two fights, because obviously the Yan uh, Sterling fight kind of ended in disappointment. I was like, ah, eh, whatever. And then Amanda Nunes comes in and dominates. I was like, ah, you know, I, you know. I swear I need- we got
1: two Amanda Yans. Is really said,
2: good. But- I was like, ah, these these fights are kind of like, oh, then it's kind of a quick fight, like whatever. Very dictable, difficult, yeah. Yeah. underwhelming. I would say not disappointing, but underwhelming fights. So I'll, uh, uh, you know, uh, I thought the Izzy you
1: know, Balad. Of- b- 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 I cannot say that, guys. I thought that fight was pretty good. I wasn't upset with that.
2: It was entertaining. Yeah. So, so this last championship round, I I was very satisfied with it. I was like, oh, you know, this was pretty good. Like, it kind of, like I said, it's slowing, slow down near the the end. Um, but uh, it was a fair fight, and uh, you know, entertaining. It wasn't like the big knockout whoop. You know, seeing some guy in the ground like, uh, fucking uh, what's his basketball, Nate Robinson or some shit. But uh, you know, (laughs) you know, it was a pretty good, pretty good card. You know, it was all right.
1: And our final topic, speaking of – that, not really speaking of basketball, but how big of a pickup was this for the Brooklyn Nets to acquire Blake Griffin, JoJo? Yeah, wow. Listen, as a Brooklyn native,
0: <clears throat> right?
1: What, what do you call somebody from Brooklyn?
0: Brooklyn Brooklynite? Brooklynite. Brooklynite. The Brooklyn native. Obviously, this is exciting for the city. You already have three of the best players on the league in the league, on your team, you're already stacked. And to get a nice vet player and, you know, people are saying, ah, some people are underwhelming it. Some are overhyping it. I think it's right in the middle, right? It's just an additional piece that um, he's not there to take over the team, right? He's not going to be prime Blake Griffin. You know, he's going to be their defensive presence. He's going to get there, you know, couple putbacks, you know, rebounds, aggressive player, you know what I mean? Um, And I, that's just – Extra fuel to the fire. I mean, it, what do you really lose out of it? Honestly, he doesn't beg for the ball. He, he's he's not a selfish player, and it just adds on for the depth to go to the finals. It's a good pickup. I mean, obviously, he decided where he wanted to go. I think you he's going to turn up. I think he's
1: going to turn up. I think he because of the situation, tightman's back. Right. I think I think he's, he's going to try hard. hard. Yeah. He's going to put in some. Not to say he never put in effort, but like I think he he likes. It's probably the best team he's ever been on. Well, Maybe.
3: arguably, yeah. The
0: Clippers, the Clippers you, know, you know, a few of those, those years, years? They, they, could have made, they could have made a run for it. They were just choking in the playoffs. But do you but think I they're better than this? Like, I
1: think there might be – he might reju- – where was he at before? I don't remember.
0: Well, I forgot. He, he kind of just play. fell off. I, he was he was with Detroit and I, I can see what you mean. That's like, right. He was uh, a Detroit effort. best team. Honestly, Clippers are one of the best teams in the league those years. But that we gotta see when playoff time comes around, obviously, right? We don't want to have a disappointment. So obviously, you know, he's on a great team. We'll see what happens. And like I said, they're not looking for prime, you know, Blake. Honestly, I don't even think he's dunked this entire season. I don't know if you guys heard that absurd stat. I heard that. I heard that. There was zero dunks this season. And yeah, yeah, you know One oh, thing I can say about Blake Griffin is that uh, his ability to adapt, right? He came in as he was a lobber. You know, he's throwing out dunks. Only post player. Like, that's all he did. This guy is taking step back threes. He has a mid-range game going on. You know, he's a layup package. You know, his handle got better. So his ability to adapt... I don't think he needs to be the main attraction there in Brooklyn. He's going to do what he has to do for the team to win. Now, all these Eastern Conference teams, again, not just even more reason to watch out, bro. Like, yo, the Nets, the Nets are stacked. And they say they're doing all this to be an almost 40-year-old man with LeBron in the West Coast. What do
2: you mean? They're doing all this to be a 40-year-old man named Udonis Haslam, dog. What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> I said almost 40-year-old man. LeBron's <laughs> pushing. He's pushing 40. They're doing all this. To get that ring over him. but yeah, uh, of I think it's a great pickup. It, there's no I negatives don't... to it. I mean, it's just, it's crazy, bro. It, it's crazy. If Anthony Davis can
1: come back and be like 100%, well, I don't know if they
0: make it to the final. Listen, finals. It, yeah. You know, um, if he comes obviously... back and
1: he's like, like 80%, I don't know if they make it. I think he has to come back and really be dominant. Because I mean the Suns, the the Jazz, like they're they're playing real
0: basketball.
1: They're showing
0: up. you know, like a lot of teams, bro, especially in the West, that one seed to me, because it's so competitive, really doesn't hold any value besides for your seeding. So if the Jazz or anything they want to finish first, that's cool. Who's to say they're not gonna lose in second round and it not depends. get money?
3: Yeah. You know I don't know.
0: I mean I think that's you want to fi- I think
1: in the West you want to face that eighth years. seed. In the West you want to face that eighth seed. I don't know if anything what's what's the standings right?
0: Now? No,
3: well, that's right why now, I said
0: second round. And that's why I said second I round. They could get by the eighth seed. So by the eight seed, but then that second round, it's already it's already evenly matched, you know, by the time you right get now, second round in the West.
2: Luca and the Mavericks are at number eight right now. So uh, and then number and seven will be the. Spurs? They
0: can't beat the the Jazz in a, in a, in the first round because yeah they're having a bad season but they're still a playoff contingent team. Like if they turn things around by playoffs and they finish the eighth seed, that's a scary eighth seed for let's say the the West the Jazz. is scary, Where, man. The West is super you know what I mean, scary. and that's yeah, why that's, that's, that's why I'm saying.
1: Well, that's why I'm saying I think Anthony Davis really has to show out yeah. because I mean that that Western Conference man is tough, like. The Mavericks number eight it would look in like yeah. that's a tough exactly. Fucking conference. Exactly. That's why I'm and, saying you know, like I think it's gonna take a lot for Lakers. Like I need I think you really need Anthony Davis to You know, and, you and, got and, uh, In ones, the West in the West right
2: now they got three teams that are bunched up right now. So jazz are number one with twenty seven wins, but with twenty four wins is the Suns, Lakers and Clippers. So that's pretty tight. And then after them, it'll be twenty-one wins with Trail Blazers and Nuggets. So it's still pretty tight. I mean, we'll, we'll see. You know, coming off the half, uh, teams separate uh, and 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 kind of lock down um, to to solidify their seats. Um, How many I games still, is know, there? There's Season. only like thirty more games left. Uh, they've only played. Let me see. Twenty-four. Supposed to be like
1: what? Sixty games.
2: They played thirty-six games so far. About uh, in the league, thirty-six games. So there's like another thirty games. Eighty-two games. Sixty-two. There. yeah, Yeah. Well,
1: it's it a shortened, something. seasoned. Yeah, oh, Shorten they still... it? Well, it started in Christmas. It started. It started in Christmas instead of late October.
0: Yeah, but I thought that, I don't. I didn't know if they were going to extend it or not. Oh, did honest. they? Oh, uh, I thought they shortened it.
1: I thought they. I thought it's supposed to be. They a They did. Bit so shorter.
2: there's about thirty games left in the season. So that's um, so like you twenty
1: know, less 20... games.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what how teams you know separate now because now it's going to get more interesting. Now you know we're coming off All Star break um and we're gonna see how teams break away as far as the that situation like this is a great situation for them i think that was much of a surprise because that was like one of the first teams i heard when they said oh uh they're gonna trade away or that they're gonna like Griffin was gonna be available
0: yeah um, contract. You know, was, yeah you
2: know that's one of the t- first teams i heard so like right now with katie being Yo,
0: on that's lakers heat top three honestly top three destinations that was gonna go down what are the heat
2: at so you know Heat our number six, I believe. We're number six. They're climbing. They're yeah, climbing. Number six behind the Knicks. We're one game behind the Knicks. We're 18-18. Behind 18. the Knicks. I'm not Knicks worried about the Knicks. Up there, boy. Knicks I think eight. Knicks
1: are
0: out first I round. Calling it. Listen, for
2: sure.
1: Knicks are out
0: first round. Let's see if they can hold that six seed. To be we'll, honest, we'll,
1: we'll see when people start playing at a hundred, like a hundred percent level, how well the Knicks fare up cuz obviously regular season yeah. you're probably playing at like 80 70 we'll see you in playoffs when playoffs come around and everybody's turning up to 100 how well the nick
2: yeah and I'm telling you Miami had a late start so we had a rough a rough start to the first half but I feel like we're going to be doing okay now that we got everybody coming back so what's um, what, what's
1: the for? top what's the top of the standings for uh
2: the eastern conference so uh it's kind of a little bunched up so with 24 wins is the 76ers number 1 and the nets have 24 wins uh then the bucks Celtics uh, Bucks have 22, Celtics have 19, uh, Knicks have 19, and then the Heat have 18. Those are the top six teams. In the what game.
1: are seven and eight? Seven, and-
2: seven, eight, Hornets and Raptors.
1: All right, uh, so man, wins. Raptors are really falling
3: they're slowly down.
2: I mean, it's still pretty close because right now, if you, if, you know, if you consider where the Hornets are, like you know, they're only one game behind the Heat, two games behind the Knicks and the Celtics. I mean, there's still a bunch of people, you know, around the 19 to 16 game level. So, you know, two or three games. And, you know, there's a lot of volatility on on the bottom seed, those, you know, six and down. Um, You get a little
0: four-game win streak, and that's it. You jump up three seeds, you know what I mean? I
2: I think the East
1: is the best it's been in a while. I think the East is still really good. It's not as good as the West, but the East is it's coming really competitive. I'd say there's six teams, six or five teams that are really competitive.
3: Yeah, I I, expect the Like
1: I don't, I really have any faith in the Hornets. I don't really have faith in the Knicks. I don't really have faith in the Raptors. And
0: I think the rest of the five. I think I wouldn't wouldn't sleep on the Raptors. Uh, based off the last, you know, previous seasons, you know, they they've proven in the playoffs. Um, they even came back against the Celtics. Last yeah, but if they don't turn so up
1: and they're staying the bottom, I mean, you're gonna have to face the Sixers or the, is, the Nets. Honestly, that's
0: fine. Listen, well, the Sixers I'm not really
1: scared of the Sixers, honestly. Exactly, the, they don't exactly. show up. But I will this say, I'm scared me. of the Net. I'd be scared of the Nets, yeah. and I'd be scared I would, of the Bucks.
0: I would rather be an eight seed and face the Sixers first round because we've seen the Sixers these last few playoffs. They don't show which up, obviously, man. the first seed this season, that's fine. But we've seen them get beat out by the Celtics. I think I don't know if it was once or twice or. You know, Kawhi hit the game winner on them two seasons ago. They've like, been supposed to
1: be the been? best team in the East for like three years now. They Wait, tanked I'll for like be- six years to be the to yeah. to be a, a playoff bus team.
0: Listen, like I said, I'd rather take the Sixers first round if I was the Raptors as an eight than go against the Nets as a seven seed. So, you know, That's not true. to take anything away from the Sixers. They're having a great season. But again, like you said, you don't feel the threat. You don't feel like... You know, their, their dominance there at that one seed. You know what I mean? No. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, obviously. But, yeah, that's my take. Uh, yeah. I think
2: mean, that's pretty well, much it done. for sports. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to continue watching, uh, you know, now basketball's going to start up. They haven't been playing for a while. But uh, uh, the seasons. I mean, the games are going to come back on. We'll continue watching some hockey, uh, UFC when it becomes, uh, I guess, you know, our so next fight, big
1: fight so. is Stipe and at the end of the month.
2: He's next JoJo's week, boy is fighting the 11th. Right? He's today. fighting two, three
1: tonight. tonight. UFC fight Why pass. I'm so right now? Him. You know what? I'm,
2: let's close this league. We go, I'm going right now, bro. I'm going right now, you now. to pull the boy, pull it
1: we'll see if we can find it. Oh. No. But if next I week's going. It, next week's going to be big. Well, what? Right. Yeah, Who's so he fighting, fighting?
3: The
0: Shin to the chin.
3: Shin to the, boy,
1: chin. Chin to the chin, whatever the fuck that is.
3: Listen,
0: it's all roof for my boy, Said for real, though. Good luck. He should be fighting soon. Honestly, I think uh, it all started at, like, 830. You know, he's yeah. the co-main event, so he has some time. He's probably fighting like, an hour, hour and a
2: half. So yeah. let's wrap it up. All the things, Real fan Podcast. Thank you all for listening, paying attention. We're in all the things, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, YouTube,
3: LinkedIn. all <laughs> All the things
2: in Google Plus. Google Plus. We're on, on Napster as well. I forget. I own musty reference. No, but
1: yeah, subscribe to our YouTube, follow our Twitter, follow our Instagram, follow our Facebook. Go listen to follow our Spotify Apple Music. Apple Podcast. And uh yeah, man. Been a good episode,
2: Til guys. Till next
3: week. They
2: next week I'll be back on with you. Boys coming back with a win next week. We're gonna There's
3: update goals. you on that fight. Get that dog. Get that right, dog. All right. Peace out, guys. All right, man, y'all. Peace. Peace. Bye, guys.